Rugby Show live on Facebook from our newsroom here in Dublin. As always, we're joined by Murray Kinsel, who's on the line from Hamilton, where he's just watched the Lions beat the Chiefs 32-6. Now, Murray, it's well known, it's no secret that the vast majority of that 23 won't be involved when the serious business begins in, in, in Auckland on Saturday. What can we kind of take from that result and the performance, um, I suppose, momentum building and momentum attaining after the, the win against the Mary at the weekend? Yeah, definitely. That's what, that, that, that word maintaining is, is the key there. They've been on an upward curve in the last few weeks and they've very much continued here tonight. Really good performance. They were comprehensive winners against what was a little bit of a disappointing Chiefs performance. But the, the, the type of try they scored as well was really important. You know, they scored on kick return. They scored on a counter-attack out of their own 22. Stuff we haven't really seen from the lines that they had suggested they were going to try and bring on this tour. And finally it clicked. You know, you saw in the second half, backs got square off the pitch. They drew and passed put guys into space um, and, and you saw the rewards for that. Some really nice handling, some really nice offloading um, and it definitely gives the whole uh, group a lift. Again, the Lions are down there in the change room. They're singing the fields of Athen Roy um, and, and they're feeling that they've got a really good bit of momentum going into this test series. So for, for me, it was a really important victory. Yeah, a lot of these guys won't be involved, but the, the whole group is going to benefit yeah, from you it. You kind of answered, actually answered my next question there. Like, what is the kind of the mood you've just come from the mix on and Gatlin's presser? Like, I mean, you know, as we kind of touched on momentum building, the, all the squad were there. So again, hugely encouraging and exciting going forward. Yeah, they're they're in a good they're in a good place mentally. Um, they feel they've improved as they said they would with every game. Uh, that's the kind of slant on it from the Chiefs as well. From from all the sides they've played, they're saying the lines have, have improved massively every time they've been on the pitch. Uh, obviously, guys are training together more. They're they're they seem to be a really tight knit group. You're seeing a lot of friendships built and. Guys like James Haskell and Sean O'Brien are, are key to kind of building that morale off the pitch. Um, and when you see them around town, around Hamilton, they're all very uh, uh, tight-knit. So it's really positive in that sense. Um, in terms of guys actually putting their hands up for the, for the test series, this was the last chance, obviously, for quite a number of them. It was, a, it was an outside chance for a lot of guys. And I don't think we're going to see too many of these, these players involved on Saturday. But, you know, in the back three, Elliot Daly, he gets subbed off after 60 minutes. Are they holding him back for, for the 23 shirt? Probably. If not, even in the test team, because George North maybe hasn't shown that form in the left wing. Uh, the second row, you know, you saw Ian Henderson, another big performance. Uh, Courtney Laws was excellent again. CJ Sander at number eight kind of showed how much impact he can bring. Having said that, Henderson and Sander, for example, played 80 minutes. So, uh, you know, four days away from a test match, that doesn't bode too well. But look, I think uh, Gallen and his coaches are sitting down tomorrow. They're going to come together for their last selection meeting. I think in their minds they'll ha already have made that that decision on, on a lot of those positions. But there's a couple of guys who maybe put their hand up and just said, "Have another look at me. I can bring a bit of something, maybe even off the bench." So in that sense, really positive for yeah, the squad. Sure. Gatland will name that all important team for the first test at 8 p.m. Irish time on Wednesday. You kind of touched on it there. Is, is there going to be any big decisions that he's going to have to make, or I suppose any players that really put their hand up and, and will make and make a big decision there going forward? Yeah, well, like, like, let's, work, let's work through the test team. I think that front row, uh, you've seen Mako Vunapoli, you've seen Jamie George, and you've seen Ty Furlong probably nailed their places last Saturday. I think it's a settled front row. It's mobile, it's skillful, it's aggressive at scrum time. You know, Mako Vunapoli maybe had a few question marks there, but I think he's answered those questions well. You did see Dan Cola and Joe Marler went well to, today in the, in the front row, but a silly yellow card from Marler probably kind of blurs that performance a little bit. Um, but I think that, that front row is, is kind of nailed in. Marwitoje and George Cruz in the second row. I think we can probably say that's a definite now at this stage, and it's probably the bench spot that's for grabs. We've, we've spoken about Ian Henderson there. In the back row, 
I think it's going to be hard to break up Sean O'Brien, Peter O'Mani and, and Talupe Falatel. They've been really balanced, really um, good over the ball against the, the Crusaders, which they needed to probably bring into their performance. Good ball carrying there, good line-out option with O'Mani. Um, having said that, Sam Warburton is still the tour captain um, and Gallen loves him as a player. So, you know, it's either going to be Peter O'Mani possibly in as test captain or, or maybe even missing out. The, the, the feeling on the ground, certainly the sense, the, the word around Hamilton is that it is going to be Peter O'Mahony um, leading that side at the moment. So unless something changes there in the in the selection meeting, as it could tomorrow, uh, I think we're going to see that back row settled. Uh, it looks like Owen Farrell is going to get the nod in outside Conor Murray. Uh, Johnny Sexton probably backing him up. I personally would love to see Gallen just go for it and play Sexton and Farrell together. We've done some analysis on the 42 about that. And it just brings that second pair of hands, that second decision maker in the back line. Having said that, look, Ben Teo has been superb in that 12 shirt, and it looks like he's going to partner Jonathan Davies in the midfield. Really direct runners. Both of them have good footwork. They can offload. Both of them can actually pass. Maybe Ben Teo's range is quite short, but um, he's shown enough uh, on this tour to, to probably be a deserved choice in that 12 shirt. Then the back three, I think, Lee Happeny with his pace kicking and solidity. He showed a bit more going forward against Crusaders. I'd have him in 15, I think. Anthony Watson's done enough on the right. It's that left wing probably is, is the big one. George North, you know that when he's at his best, he, he's absolutely devastating on the ball. No one can finish him, finish like him. You saw it against Ireland in the Six Nations, an outstanding finish. But for me, he just hasn't shown form on, on this tour. I do think Gallen is going to stick with him, though. And you'll probably see Elliot Daly at 23 in that squad. So right now, it feels like that is going to be the test team. I think most, um, you know, when you're chatting to people and, Get a little bit off the record stuff. That's that's the sense at the moment. But these things can change last minute. And um, you know, Gatlin's not afraid to make a big call. We saw it four years ago. I won't mention the name of the Irish player because I don't want to bring it back up again. But he's not afraid to make a big call if he if he feels that that's going to benefit his side. But but I think that does have a settled feel at that, that test side at yeah. the moment. Speaking of the Irish players, and you kind of touched on it before, but just I suppose a word on on Payne and Henderson because they've both really grown in stature as the tour has gone on. And both were excellent again today. Yeah, Jared Payne um, obviously got a lovely try. Um, really good support line off Liam Williams on that counter-attack. I think his best moment probably came at scrum time. He went into blindside, blindside flanker in behind Alan Dell um, and got a bit of a shove on for a nice big penalty. Look, it hasn't really worked out from as he may have hoped this tour. His calves were at him at the start of the, start of the tour and probably tilted him a little bit. But he's a really valuable squad member and he can cover, obviously, a couple of positions. Um, Henderson, as well, has really grown into it after a poor start and... I definitely think he makes sense as that as that second row uh, replacement. Um, Courtney Laws maybe is in a similar mould though with, with his impact, and Alan Jones obviously has a huge amount of experience and could yet start the tests. Um, so it's it's tricky to see exactly how it's going to work out for Henderson, but I think he's done as much as he could have done to put his hand yeah. up there. We'll bring up a graphic of your of your um, test team in a minute, Murray. But I mean, just looking forward now, obviously it's a it's a huge couple of days for the Lions. As you said, Gatland will go into that meeting with his fellow coaches and, and kind of pick over those big decisions. He'll name the team, as we said, Wednesday, 8 o'clock Irish time. I mean, what's kind of the, the, um, the schedule now for the next couple of days and the big things that need to be ironed out, ironed out from a Lions point of view? Yeah, well, the Lions uh, ship on up to Auckland tonight, um, heading up straight away and getting into, to, into test mode. I suppose that group of players has been in test mode for the last couple of days. They've been working around in the background um, obviously doing their own training as, as has been the case throughout the tour um, Warren Gallen keeps reminding us that there's no split in the camp and he keeps having those little digs back at the, the Kiwi Press and Hanson um, so yeah they're up to Auckland straight into test mode um, I think for the All Blacks they have a day off tomorrow and 
Uh, they have one or two decisions to make as well. I think their midfield, uh, Sonny Bill Williams and Anton Leonard Brown were really uh, outstanding against Samoa, but Ryan Crotty obviously is really proven and experienced in that side. But but I think there is a, there's a settled feel to that at All Blacks team. Just spoke to Liam Messam after the game there, a guy who's now on the outside of the All Blacks squad. He thinks that the All Blacks are going to be able to compete um, and maybe even get a nudge on, on the set piece against the Lions, where it looks like they're going to have to dominate if they're going to win this test series. For, for the beautiful tries they scored tonight, I don't think the Lions have the, the all-out attacking game that the All Blacks do. They don't have the offloading ability. They're not as comfortable catching and passing under pressure. So I think that set piece will be massive. Yeah, the scrum, the maul, the line-out, obviously. And those things have been really good for, for the Lions. They've shown a, a really clinical edge when they get those five-meter chances from scrum and from line-out. Um, so for the All Blacks, I think that's that's a really key focus. And that's the interesting side of things. We're, we tend to focus on, on the line so much, but the All Blacks really have to, to, to kind of nail that area of the game. If they do, they obviously look, they obviously have the, the attacking ability um, and quality to, to cut anyone in the world yeah, apart. Yeah, still obviously a, f a few days to go, but what's your kind of general feeling now heading into the, the first test? Obviously, it was a, a tricky enough start to the tour, but the Lions are, as we said, starting to pick up a bit of momentum and there's huge excitement now starting to build around this first test. Yeah, definitely. And like, it's, it's so nicely set up for, for a great series. Dave Rennie, the Chiefs coach, was having a bit of a struggle uh, calling it in there, um, you know, he's asked to give his prediction and he, he kind of spoke about some of those things we've, we've spoken about, that clash of styles and the kicking game and how important that's going to be. Um, he spoke a bit about how tactically they tried to break down that Lions uh, defence, which has been outstanding on this tour. You know, they're not giving up try-scoring opportunities. That's uh, three games in a row now where they've only given away one try and was a, an in individual error from, from George North. So really outstanding defence. He spoke about the Chiefs having tried to play off 10 a little bit more. So get the ball to the 10, maybe hit up in midfield where you actually lose seven or eight metres on that first phase. But then it's on the next phase around the corner that you're trying to beat them for pace. He said they actually failed with that uh, tactical kind of thrust because the Lions were able to slow the ball on the ground. So interesting kind of change up in how teams have actually attacked the Lions. A lot of teams have played off nine and they've just been swallowed up by that line speed. So for the All Blacks, I think they will have a huge benefit of having watched all these games. And, um, you know, we, you know, the Lions have obviously been analysing the All Blacks from, from last year, but there's not as much recent recent footage and, and, and the Samoa match didn't really tell us a whole lot. So they have an advantage in that sense, I think. On the other hand, the Lions have played a lot together. I think Steve Hansen probably would like another run out or would have liked another run out with his players together. But look, it's, it's, it's poised beautifully that defence, that set piece, the All Blacks uh, counter-attacking and kick return class, I, I just cannot wait for the, for the yeah. first test. We'll get your prediction in just a minute, Murray, but do you kind of feel that the Lions now are in a, in a really good place heading in? Like, obviously, the, the excitement, as we kind of said, is building massively, and do you kind of expect maybe the mind games to increase now over the next couple of days? Like, Hansen and, and Gatland will be facing pressers now over the, before this first test, and you, know, you kind of expect that they'll, they'll rank up the pressure on each other then? Yeah, like there's obviously going to be a few more little barbs and, and digs. Um, it was interesting actually. Night, you know, Gallen came out um, after last weekend and he said he basically challenged the referees to kind of shut down that blocking the the kick escorts um, off the ball when players are chasing the ball, the kind of shepherding work in front of the ball. Um, and you saw it tonight, uh, the one of the chief centres got done for for blocking just in front of a kick. Um, and it seems like the match officials are massively focused in on this, um, even on Saturday against Crusaders. They were constantly talking about it to, to each other on the on the ref mic. You could hear them uh, just saying, check those players in, in front of the ball. So it seems like Gallant has been successful in, in that regard. He's got his message across. 
Um, what's Steve Hansen going to come out with now? There's been a bit of chat about the scrum. So I think they probably finished having a go at each other. Look, Hansen will probably have one last little dig, but I think they're going to be trying to get those messages out there and maybe around the offside line with the line's line speed because that's a big issue. Even speaking to one of the referees um, just last week, uh, he was telling me about how he he was looking forward to watching the game back because even live, he he struggled to to really judge that offside line. So it just shows how challenging it is for for the match officials. So I think that's where the the mind games maybe are are going to be in the last uh, stage of this week. And just finally, Mary, we'll put you on the spot here. Your prediction for Saturday? I think the All Blacks are going to win. I don't think they'll have a, a, a massive scoreline win. I think they'll score. They'll outscore the, the Lions in, in terms of tries. They're just so clinical on, on turnover. I can't see how the Lions aren't going to make a mistake. And if you make a mistake against the All Blacks, if you turn that ball over, they're unbelievable in that transition. Um, and that's when maybe the lack of familiarity with the Lions maybe creaks out again. Um, having said that, I think the Lions will, will more than match them up, up front in, in the, the line-out wall. And they, if they get a penalty, they'll be kicking to the corner and try and maul them over. Massive source of strength there and the scrum as well. But just for me, I think the All Blacks, look, they're the best team in the world and I think they're going to win on Saturday. Perfect. Right, before you get uh, cleaned out by the cleaners there in the press box, we'll let you go. Uh, we'll catch you again, obviously, on Saturday after the big one. Cheers, Ryan. Until then, goodbye.